Hey guys, thanks for coming back for my second episode. We did it. We made it through the first one. Oh man, that took so much effort for the first one. Scary as possible. Well, actually no, the second episode is more scary because now that I know I have listeners and people know I exist and they know I'm out there. They know. So it's scary. First episode you go in like, you're like, okay, you know, I don't have to publish this or who knows if anyone's going to ever click on it. But they did, you did, and now I actually have to do better and make this a good podcast. So, here we go. I'm still going to do a lot of ums. I'm still going to mess my words. It's probably a little disorganized. I'm trying my best. I will do better. Judge me after the fifth episode. The last episode, we talked about communication. I talked about how that's really big for me, you know, finding someone that I can talk to, um, people, you know, they show their true colors all the time, like how they handle their problems. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to waste my time with you if you can't talk to me like a mature adult. If you, if you're not going to listen to what I'm going to say and you're just going to make excuses or, you know, try to make me feel bad for assessing my feelings, I don't got time for that. And I know, like, the last guy I talked to tried to made it seem as, like, you know, here he was, this big shot, walking out my life. I should feel horrible that because I spoke my feelings, I am losing out on a catch. And I wasn't. You know, if he, he wanted to leave, there was the door. And it's fine. You know, there's tons of fish you can see. Life, it keeps on going. You know, no matter what happens in life, no matter what what you go through, it keeps on going. To speak the words of my my future husband, Jeff Goldblum, if you're listening, here I am waiting for you. Life finds a way, and it does. You know, I've been on bad dates before I have my heart broken. Um, I I have my own issues that I deal with. I keep trying. I will say that I completely understand, you know, how expressing your feelings and your emotions is a scary thing to do. It really is. Um, for me, telling a guy that I like him is the hardest thing to do. Um, if you're on Tinder or if you're on Bumble, it's a lot easier, you know, because when you already know what they're looking for, they swipe right on you. So like, you know, you know, interest is there. It's a lot easier. And if something happens, you know, where they're like, oh, I swiped on you by mistake or they changed their mind or they want to talk to you, you can just delete them and move on. But it. If you're like, like a coworker or if you're like a friend, you can't just delete them out of your life. I mean, they're there. So it's just so hard for me to be like, hi, I like you. Because I'm scared of the un- I guess I'm, for me, I'm scared of the unknown. Um, I'm scared of messing things up or, you know, the most popular, scare of rejection. And you can say as nice as possible. You can be really great about it. Rejection still stings. 
you know, the first thing you think about, like, wow, why not me? Or, you know, what's wrong with me? Try to do something differently. It's just so many different scenarios playing in my head. I'm really bad at catching signals. I'm really bad at, like, trying to read between the lines. I do my best. Try to, I do overanalyze situations. Um, I try to pick on signals. I'm just not good at it. It works better for me when someone is up front and they're like, hi, I like you, or do you want to hang out? Because, like, usually when you're hanging out with someone, you can generally, you know, get the gist that they're interested in you or not. You can tell by their body language, you know, by eye contact, things they're saying, you know. It's just, it's so easier when you're, like, when you're in a one-on-one setting and you're getting to know that person. It's just... Ah, like, just in a friend group where, I feel like, or a coworker group, um, you have a hard time, like, on both sides, you know, like, you're waiting for the other person, you're trying to figure out where you both stand, how to do this, you don't want to make it awkward for the other person, you don't want to ruin things. Uh, I always think, like, like I said before, like, if you talk about things, if you work it out, if you're, like, hey, I'm interested in you, but, you know, like, friends with benefits, or we can just hang out, um, or, you know, like, you like me, but I'm not really interested in you. Like, there's so many different ways that you can talk about it, but just getting there is the struggle. When I'm online and when I'm on, like, Tinder or Bumble, it's a lot easier for me to be more confident, to be more like, hey, like, I think you're cute. You know, worst thing that happened, they can be like, thanks, and never talk to me again. Um, in person, it's a little more harder for me. I usually wait for a guy to approach me, you know. It's just, that's me. I, I need to get better at it. Um, I'm also really bad at flirting. I don't think I've told you flirting stories, but I'm really bad at flirting. Sometimes I wonder if my flirting does come up like hostile or do they know I'm flirting or that I try harder and then maybe sounds creepier, but I judge me quite a lot. Uh, there's a guy that I've been flirting with or I think I'm flirting with, but I don't know if it's coming across that way. Nothing's happened, so I'm, I'm assuming that it's just a no-win situation. But there was one time where I was on a first date with this guy. I liked him. Um, he was mother work at a law firm. Um, he was intelligent. That's big with me. We can have a conversation about, you know, all kinds of things. I'm a huge history nerd. Um, I love Greek mythology. I love Egyptian allure. I love uh, British history. I've read every single book I can get my hands on on so many different topics. Um, if you see my bookcase, you'll understand. I actually just picked up this new book about the Titanic. Uh, but anyway, so he, we had a great conversation on texting. When I went to meet this person in person, uh, well, meet this person in person. When did you meet this person? I was so nervous. I I was a complete idiot. And this was when I was like in my mid-20s. 
Um, so we went on a date. This nice restaurant. Um, it was kind of like a low-key local place. So we sat at the table. Um, I could not think of a word to say. So I kind of sat there and like smiled and nod the entire time. And on occasion, I will randomly point out something. I would be like, that's a nice glass. I like that glass. Or, oh yeah, some breadsticks? Yeah. Some good breadsticks. And then I shut up for like an hour, like for 10 minutes. Like I was having a hard time. So I think this guy looking back now, he's like getting so frustrated to me. He it was like, what was the last thing you saw on TV? Like he was like grasping at conversation straws. So I completely blanked. And the only thing that I could think of was killer women. And I started talking about this episode where this girl, this woman was so tired of being rejected by her lovers or being like played. So she just murdered them and kept them in her basement in coffins. And I went in full detail about this, uh, this entire thing. It was like the one thing where I came alive to and talked about. And I even had hand gestures. And this guy just like open-eyed, stared at me. And at the end of my story, I just, you know, I smiled and I nod. I'm like, good job, Brie. You contributed to this date. You did great. And this guy just, you know, yeah, you probably got the picture. Um, so I never saw this guy again. Not surprised there. But, you know, it was a learning experience for me to be, uh, when I'm on dates, I try to be more talkative now. I try to, like, just be myself. If a guy's not going to like you for yourself, what's the point? I'm not going to try to be, like, an image of what you want me to be. Either you like me or you don't. And so, like I said, it was a learning experience. Um, I want someone who I can be nerdy with, who I can talk about murder things and they can have their own input. We can just laugh about situations. And... I think it's a fun conversations. Who wants a first date? We're talking about the weather or like what school do you go to? What's your major? Oh, that's cool. I see myself doing that. Like, it's boring. But who knows? Maybe, maybe I find a person out there. Maybe I won't. At the end of the day, I'm going to be happy with myself. Um, I'm going to keep trying. And... Now we'll get there. But if anyone has any opinions or advice about, you know, how to tell a guy you like them, if you have, like you said, if you have advice, tips, hit me up. Let me know. It'd be great. I think I'm still, like, I would... Ah, wow, see, it's 7 in the morning. I am sorry that I am all over the place. I am trying my best in this episode. I don't know how radio hosts do this. They're so wired. Is it crack? Is that why they're so wired at 7 in the morning, 6 in the morning? Because I am having a hard time. But, so I'm probably going to end this episode. I'll come back to it and try to add some more. 
I really appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys for being there. And thank you for helping me through this. We're going to keep trying. We're going to keep getting better. I have many more bad date stories. I have tons. I can probably write a book. I have dated so, like a lot of crazy. I'm from North Carolina, if that helps. Um, I'm also crazy. I feel like I'm good crazy, though. But I feel like the crazy psychopath guys see my crazy and they're like, oh, she'll understand. Or sometimes I'm I'm nice. I will say it. And people do take my niceness for weakness. They're like, oh, you know, she's understandable. You know, she's giving me a chance. That means I can walk all over her. And while I am nice, I'm also feisty. I was born in Texas. I'm a firecracker. But... Or my mom says I do have a little bit of a temper. That's why when I, when someone tells me something that I don't like or something happens, I try to put, put my phone down, take a minute before I respond back. Otherwise, it is going to come off passive aggressive. It's going to come off angry. I know me. So I try to like leave the situation for a minute, gain my composure, uh, go back to it. You know, with a more open mind, that way I can fully put my thoughts out there and try to fix things. Um, sometimes I, like meeting people, um, I do have a sarcastic nature about myself, which people will think of as hostility, or I try to play along with situations, and then people say that's like, wow, she's really stupid. She fully believes in what I'm saying. And I have to be like, no, okay. There was one time where, like, I was joking around about, like, stealing a penguin from a zoo. And someone, like, was telling me, like, a full lecture about stealing this penguin. Like, you know you can get a serious jail time for this. I'm like, I'm not actually going to do this. Okay? I talk about my murder plans. Which, okay, I do have murder plans. But I'm not actually going to commit a murder. I watch a lot of Law & Order, SBU. I watch a lot of uh, CSI. Um... I find certain things interesting. Um, it's like a, like I do like watching episodes and trying to figure out like, wow, I wonder, you know, if I did this differently or, you know, be the perfect murder. Um, which, P.S. Perder, the perfect murder weapon would be an ice pick for me. You know, there, ice melts, no evidence, no fingerprints. Which, I should probably stop this now unless one of you is listening to this and commits murder. And then you can blame it on this podcast. And I'm telling you right now, I have no money for you to sue. I have a very angry chihuahua. That's it. But, so this took a weird turn in this podcast. I went from how to tell a guy you like him to how to commit murder. So... That's not an option. If a guy rejects you, you cannot murder him. Telling you this right now, not a good idea. So don't blame me. But I'm just going to see what happens this situation. Uh, I'm going to hope that maybe they made the first move. If not, it is what it is. Um, I feel like I'm putting myself out there pretty good. I feel like I'm let it known that I like this person, but 
wishful thinking, you know. Or maybe they are, maybe they see my signs and they're not interested in it. So it's just like, this is like the unknown, like I'm telling you about, like the mystery. You like a person, you know, and if they like you, but I mean, sorry, they know they like you and they don't like them back. They'll probably just ignore the situation. So you don't know what's going on and they're hoping that you stop, but you keep trying because you don't know and fear of unknown or Maybe you like them, they like you, but you're both misreading the, the signs. But, all right, it's 7.30. I am going to stop this podcast now before I say too many more weird things. And I also have class soon. So, thank you guys very much for listening again. Um, I appreciate it. appreciate all of you. Hopefully you guys learn. Um, I don't have all the answers. But I do have a lot of advice. Um, been through a lot of things. So we're going to get through this. We're going to make this a great podcast. I'm going to make a... I'm going to be better than Dr. Phil. Which, anyone be better than Dr. Phil. I mean, all he talks about is... Alright, so I hear you're having a problem with your daughter. Here's my new book out. Make sure you read it. It's an excellent chapter about this. But <laughs> I will not be doing that. Alright guys, until next time, have a great day. Thank you for being there. Again, I said that like 50 times. Thank you for listening. Hopefully I'll have more listeners. <sighs> Wishful thinking.